Changing healthcare starts with a dream. Better care, smarter care, and healthier people. Listen weekly as Dr. Gregory Goodman interviews today's most innovative MDs as they transform healthcare and share their journey from white coat to business suit, highlighting lessons learned and golden prescriptions for your success. Join us today and get your doctor-recommended dose of MD Innovation. So this is your host, Dr. Greg Goodman on The Modern MD. I'm really excited today. We've got Dr. Raphael Grossman, healthcare futurist, Google Glass Explorer, and surgeon. He performed the first documented surgery with Google Glasses on June 20th, 2013. He's a four-times TEDx speaker. Raphael, thank you for joining us and, and welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Greg. It's, it's my honor, really, and a pleasure to, to be here and be able to share some of my thoughts and some of my vision to uh, try to ignite uh, people, you know, patients, providers to engage, embrace the, the changes that are needed in medicine. I'm so excited to have you on the show, and I'd love for you to share a little bit more about you personally and your story as a physician and a uh, futurist and Google Glass Explorer. Well, you know, I'm a full-time general surgeon. My specialties are, are pretty in sort of a wide range of uh, specialties from general surgery to trauma and uh, emergency surgery or acute care surgery. Uh, I also uh, specialize in, in robotic-assisted surgery and, and uh, laparoscopic surgery as well. Telemedicine is one of the areas where I initially focused a lot of my efforts, uh, sort of pioneering the development of a telemedicine network here in Maine, where, where I work now. And that got me in, into the futuristic digital health type uh, theme. I'm originally from Venezuela, from Caracas, Venezuela, where I did med school. And then I briefly was at the University of Chicago doing research, and I did my surgery residency in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And then after a short stay back in, in my home country, for many reasons that are beyond the scope of the show, I uh, decided to come back to the States and settle in here as a surgeon and uh, been in Maine for about 12 years now, 11 years actually now. After I uh, came to Maine, as I said, we, we started developing a telemedicine network that we had here in Maine from, from three or four hospitals to now 18 hospitals. That got me to speaking about the, the topic a little bit more. And then in 2011, I had the, the honor to be a TEDx speaker for the first time. And, uh, I was sharing the idea of using a mobile device, an iPod thought in that case, to do telemedicine consultations. That was the first time that that was ever done. Uh, TEDx wanted to hear about that, so I did. And uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And I really felt the, the power to, to communicate new ideas. After that, I engaged in, in, in more and more uh, futuristic uh, healthcare-related stuff. I, I went to Singularity University in uh, Silicon Valley at the NASA Research Park. I attended the uh, Exponential Medicine Program, then called the Future Med, and that was in 2013. And uh, I saw incredible things in here, one of which was uh, Google Glass. I had the, one of the inventors of Google Glass give us a class or a presentation. And when I saw that, I had this, this vision that this device could really revolutionize the, the way we, uh, we did medicine and we uh, did medis, medical education as well. So I uh, engaged with, with Google and I was one of the first uh, group of explorers. And a few days after I got my Google Glass, the first operation in the operating room, 
and the rest is sort of uh, history. I, I started doing more and more uh, sharing of my vision and talks, and I've been lucky to go all around the world, really, all continents now, to spread the vision of how we can have a technology used in a bad way to improve the way we deliver healthcare and we are a good medical education. You know, Google Glass is, is one platform. It's a sort of uh, the pioneer in the next step in the, in the evolution of the digital device from, from big computers that filled up a, a room <laughs> to uh, pocket size and wrist size and glass size computers that you wear that can do much more faster, cheaper, and more efficiently every day. Wow, Rafael, what an incredible journey. And it must have been pretty sweet to do the first operation with Google Glass and have a vision for a future of how we use technology to really benefit our patients, like you're saying, and change the way we do things. So the way we like to start off at the Modern MD is with a success quote. So fire up our audience and and get people pumped up for innovation. So I wanted to see if you'd be willing to share a success quote, something that's important to you or a quote that you kind of live by. Well, I seem to keep saying all the time that, that I really uh, believe about the smart use of technology to make healthcare and medical education better. I think uh, healthcare is in, in trouble. That it is unsustainable to continue the way we keep going. So uh, I, I think that the smart use of uh, technology is going to get us. Another quote that I many times use because I am sort of a, a pioneer Google Glass uh, health provider, as you said, you know, the first surgeon who ever did the, use the glass for, for an operation, I always keep saying that Google Glass is the natural evolution of the technology, enabling us humans to connect with the digital realm in a much easier, more efficient, more intuitive way. That's so cool. And, and I couldn't agree more. It's connected to you and part of how you see the world, you know, with the watch and other types of technologies coming out. I think you know, wearables and the way we use technology is really going to change um, how we practice medicine. So I'd like to kind of transition and, you know, the next section of the show is called White Coat to Business Suit. So I know you still practice clinical medicine, but you're an innovator and an explorer. And I just wanted to see if you'd be willing to take our audience through that transition, how you went from, you know, being a busy operating surgeon to being a part of thinking about broad changes in healthcare and how we're going to transform healthcare with technology. Well, I, I always was, uh, you know, a little bit of a geek, I guess, you know, type. Uh, I always liked gadgets, and that's why I went to surgery and robotic surgery, laparoscopic surgery. I'm still a busy full-time clinician, you know, a clinical surgeon. All I do really in regards to everything else is on the side. Obviously, you know, my family, but in regards to being a futurist healthcare provider, everything is in my free time, in my time off. I haven't really transitioned yet to, to be more of that or, or all of that. It's just that on the side of what I do as a surgeon. And the transition was, was really a, a quick to, to being a full-time surgeon with, with a lot of dreams, to being a full-time surgeon with a lot of dreams and able to share those dreams with with the world. Again, I think that the, the beginner the, the beginning of my experience was being a TEDx speaker and then being very honored and, and lucky to, to be able to do three more TEDx talks in, in a year and a half, uh, all of them related to, uh, to futurism and healthcare and then Google Glass in part. It was uh, very intuitive, you know. I, I think that there is a sort of uh, revolution going on in healthcare 
where there's a lot of uh, young and, and not so young healthcare providers that are really engaged in healthcare, social media, in digital health. There is a big movement to try to bring smart use of technology to change the way we do medicine and we teach medicine. You know, it seems like the more I talk, the more I I get sought for and, uh, and not just to, to speak, you know, as a, as a, as a keynote speaker, uh, but as, a, as an advisor, as a as a consultant, uh, formally or informally, you know, I'm, I'm really always happy to share the, you know, the vision and to, to help in any way startup companies or, or people or, or organizations who are engaged to uh, change the way they do things by using technology in a smart fashion. There's, there's a revolution going on and the next, uh, you know, three to five years are going to be pretty amazing, I think, because because uh, we, we really are getting there. No, that's so exciting. And, you know, it's, it's sometimes just that first step, you know, for you, it was doing the TED Talk and just getting incredibly inspired and then, you know, going through those next, you know, number of talks and, and getting more involved in the community and, you know, sharing your voice. And I think it's so important for us physicians to go out and lead the revolution and lead the charge and really, you know, have that patient in the center and think about how we can use, to your point, technology in a smart fashion to make changes and do, uh, do things differently that benefit our systems. The next kind of section of the show, and, and I want to just transition, I know you've worked kind of on the Google Glass project and been kind of one of the first to have the opportunity to really explore. This section's about kind of the idea to venture. So I wanted to see if, if you've taken some of you know, what you've learned in the OR and thought about building a company or are you working on building a company with Google Glasses or using Google Glasses to change the way we, we treat patients and, and, and operate? Well, like I said, I'm, I'm a full-time clinician. I am part of a few endeavors in there in regards to uh, digital health. Some of them related to Google Glass applications. Some of them related to uh, different smart glasses. For example, uh, Athir Glass is one of them. I sort of collaborate with them. There's a company called uh, Touch Surgery, which is a British startup uh, that has an incredible digital platform for medical education, for surgical education. And I'm involved with them uh, creating you know, some of the content and spreading the work they do and the amazing platform they have. Uh, this is all informal. This is really uh, all collaboration on my part, at least for now. I think that uh, really my contribution is pretty, uh, with no self-interest, really. I, again, my, my passion is uh, spread the, the, the vision and try to shape the vision and the future of, of what we do at, as healthcare providers and as as, uh, as medical you know teachers, medical educators. As I said, a, a few companies that have uh, engaged with me or tried to engage with me have had you know, the, the pleasure of, of seeing some people who have heard what I've said, you know, time ago, create, you know, a, a reality, you know, a product that is being worked on. UC Davis, for example, uh, having Google Glass in, in the medical school there, the uh, the group there, I know they heard me talk in Stanford, the medics, uh, sometime before they, they really had the the idea and the resources, especially, and, and the will and the passion to create something based on what they, they heard me saying. 
and and they told me that, and that that, that is really rewarding, you know. Uh, I had the uh, the pleasure to meet, for example, with the founders of uh, Algmetics very, very early on, before they even you know, started to, to to go public. I think even, uh, and I met them by, by chance uh, through a, a common friend at Stanford University, and we discussed, uh, you know, Google Glass almost uh, without knowing the, the interest that we had both for the platform, shared some ideas and some experiences. And uh, and uh, well, you see what what Agmetics has uh, has become. Agmetics being a, a company that that is a startup, very successful with many big hospitals using their platform, you know, their software platform on glass to improve the way physicians uh, engage with the electronic medical record. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't obviously my idea. It wasn't any. I, I wouldn't say I didn't have any influence on that. But it was great to see them very early on, you know, Capello Tram and uh, Shaquille basically uh, shaping that idea and making it now, just a year and a half later, a, a successful reality. So that, that was really, uh, really amazing. No, that's so cool. And it sounds like you've been a tremendous catalyst for, you know, pushing the movement forward with the glasses. And one of the things that I, I was interested in and could you take us to to that moment in time when you're performing the you know first surgery with the Google glasses? Were there any I won't call them failures, but but lessons learned that you'd like to share about your first experience? You know, Greg, that was really you know it's such a such a I guess a historic cornerstone or icon, but but in reality it was so intuitive. You know, it's such a such a natural platform. When I when I, I I when I got the Google Glass the next day, actually, I got the Google Glass in New York. I went to New York to get them. Next day, I went to Paris to Doctors 2.0, which is a conference that I have attended a few times. It's, it's an incredible conference uh, engaging patients and doctors in digital health. And I went there, and I didn't even know how to use the Google Glass. The, the, the Wi-Fi wouldn't work for me because it was a, it was a public Wi-Fi and I, I just had been the, the day before and, you know, Google, I was at Google quarters there and they gave me a, a tour and they gave me a, you know, they taught me how to use it and stuff. But at the time of using it in real life, I really wanted to show the audience of, of uh, several hundred people, you know, this device and the vision I had for it. And I had them on and people just went crazy because they'd never seen glass, obviously. It was, it was very, very early in, in, in the year. I think it was June, I think, of uh, uh, 2013. Anyways, I, I thought, wow, this is this is pretty amazing, you know. I, I really would like to use them clinically. And so I had the chance to use it clinically a few days later after I came back to the States. Uh, I, uh, you know, I had this very simple case. I asked for permission from the patient and the family. I basically put them on and I created an account, sort of a second account in the Google Plus platform. So I connected the, uh, basically I streamed my vision of the operation with Google Glass to a group of students uh, that were nearby in a, you know, not present physically, they were in the nearby room on an iPad. They opened my other account and they were basically connected virtually with me, not, you know, not a recorded connection, but a, a live streaming of what I was seeing and especially what I was seeing from my perspective, you know, from the Google Glass camera. And they were able to ask me questions. They were able to answer questions. They were able to see the exact view that my eyes were having. 
so we did that, and uh, you know, I didn't. The patient was covered. I didn't really reveal any personal ID information. And uh, again, you know, after getting permission from the patient, and it wasn't cure server because she wasn't intranet, and from my account to my other account. So, uh, uh, and then I, I wrote a short blog about that. I mean, a short post about that on my blog, uh, RafaelGrossman.com. A few minutes, I guess, later, a few couple hours later, I can't remember exactly, a good friend of mine, John Nosta, who's uh, from Nosta Labs, uh, you know, Nosta, N-O-S-T-A, Nosta Labs, who also is a writer, a contributor for Forbes. He sent me a tweet or a message saying, Rafael, that's great. You know, I saw you post, you know, do you mind if I, if I write something for Forbes? And I said, John, please be my guest, you know, that, that'd be great. So he did, and uh, I know that an hour or two later, he called me, you know, amazed because he had so many thousand hits, 20,000 hits or something. You know? and he called me again, you know, a little bit later, oh, we've had so many thousand hits more. And so he sort of went viral in a way because it was really a big deal that for the first time, this, this device that was being brought to the market very carefully and slowly with a lot of hype, I guess, was used in the OR for the first time. The, the process itself and the operation is just the same. I mean, at some point, I, I, I just I was doing the operation and I had this, this Google frame, this Google Glass frame in front of my forehead. Uh, nothing changed in the way I did the operation. The only thing that changed was that I had to turn them on and uh, uh, that I was chatting with the students as they were looking at the procedure through my eyes. Uh, at the end, I turn them off. <laughs> and then, you know, I had the recording and, uh, you know, I posted some of that and then took it off for, for privacy reasons, you know, and, and hit the com- concerns, you know, in the, in the system. But, uh, you know, the, the fact was that, that I just wanted to sort of prove that, that it was very doable and very easy and very intuitive. Uh, the, the rest is sort of uh, history. I could have been doing a, a very difficult, complex case of many hours uh, duration. It was really a short surgical procedure, but the, the point was that that is a very usable and doable platform to, uh, to 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 help. You know, in the way we communicate during surgery, the potential of it is uh, it's uh, is really uh, only limited by by our creativity, our imagination. That's sort of another quote that I use quite a bit. You know, it's it's really there's no limit to to what we can do with technology. We use it smartly. It's limited by our creativity. We can use it for you know for intraoperative uh, intraoperative consultation, for telemedicine, for telementoring, for helping a physician who needs help uh, in a remote location, or getting help uh, from a physician who's in a remote location, or even you know, to connect with patients or patients connected with physicians or with providers and really break the or, or shorten the gap, you know, between the, the high demand for healthcare providers and the very short supply and even, you know, ever-growing short supply of, uh, of, uh, of healthcare providers, as you know. Wow. I feel like I just lived through history. <laughs> that was really <laughs> such a cool story. And, you know, what, to your point, I mean, it's just, for you, it was so natural to put the glasses on and perform surgery and, you know, think about how, how you could communicate and, and you know, we're, we're only limited by our creativity. So I think it will be really exciting to see, you know, how some of these tools and, and you know, glasses and, and other wearables really uh, change the way we uh, practice and interact both with our patients and, you know, from uh, 
medical education standpoint, change the way we do things. I'm sure it was a really cool experience for those students. We want to shift to kind of our last section of the uh, the interview. It's called not your typical hospital rounds. So these are you know kind of our business rounds. And I want to ask a few things about you know you personally and, and some of your habits. You know some of the things I've seen with successful physicians or you know entrepreneurs in general is they have kind of a morning routine or daily routine. Is there anything you do from a daily habit standpoint that you'd like to share that you feel has led to your success? Well, you know, I um, I guess uh, it, it, you know, we all have so, sort of a routine, you know, with, with you know, when, when I'm working, when I'm not off, you know, if I'm off, the, the routine is really my family. <laughs> but, uh, 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 you know, when, when I happen to be working, I think that, uh, you know, the daily patient rounds and, uh, you know, or going to the OR, depending on what I'm doing in, in a particular day, you know, as a, as a clinician, uh, that's that's a routine for that day. In regards to, to engaging with, uh, you know, with, with sort of this other side of me, being a, being a communicator, being a healthcare futurist, I try to, to I, I use social media quite a bit to, not at all in, in the personal level, but uh, in the professional level especially Twitter and LinkedIn, like I said, uh, to, to share, uh, you know, to share and, and to receive uh, information, you know, medical information, tips, uh, you know, conference, uh, et cetera. I uh, sort of in a group of people all over the world who does that in a similar fashion. I try to, uh, at least early in the day and, and sometime later in the afternoon, you know, review or, or view uh, either Twitter feeds or tweets or LinkedIn posts or, or email posts that relate to what I do, you know, as, as healthcare futurist. You know, I use uh, I use Google Alert to sort of uh, bring up uh, information, very fresh information about those particular themes, particular topics. Uh, I, I use Flipboard uh, quite a bit uh, to also alert me and keep me up to date with that type of stuff. You know, I, I, I use an MIT Technology Review to get me the latest information out there from from you know from the best in the world. And uh, I try to, if I find something interesting, I you know I, I read it and I sort of curate the information and then immediately share. It. You know, I think that that's what's our beauty. You know, we should. We should use it as we as we as we need, but also especially we should share it to see who else can use it as they. You know, I'm a, I'm a good friend of of Bertalan Mesco. You know, Bercy, B-E-R-C-I at Bercy Twitter handle. Bercy is a young physician and also a medical futurist, uh, really a very medical futurist, I would say. And uh, Bercy uh, has a platform that. He curates information and he uses social media, healthcare social media, to to, to curate information, uh, medical information for both providers and patients. And I think that uh, that he offers many many more tips, very useful tips, to uh, engage in a routine to be able to to get the most and give the most uh, to digital health. That's sort of my my day. I think uh, when I'm when I'm working. No, that's awesome, and I know all of us, uh, you know, physician entrepreneurs, really appreciate you sharing and collaborating and you know, spreading the word and I guess connecting the community. Um, it's so, yeah. so important for all of us to, to do that and, you know, be a part of that. I'm going to just have one kind of final question because it sounded like earlier you, uh, y- you've shared some ideas with Google Glasses. If you were to start a company today and Google Glasses was your platform, 
what is one idea that you think has a lot of promise that you'd be willing to, you know, spend a tremendous amount of your time invest, you know, something that could really, you know, make an impact? What are your thoughts? Well, that's a big question. Right? <laughs> the thing is that you know, the Google Glass really uh, is a computer. I mean, what would you do with a computer? You know, it's a computer to, to, you can do so many things with a computer. You can do so many things with a platform like Google Glass, like a smart glass. Google Glass, uh, a fear glass, those are, are platforms that, that have really no limit to what you could do with it. I think that one idea maybe I think that the integration of uh, smart glass uh, Google Glass or Axial Glass or any other glass with the electronic medical record also enabling artificial intelligence and uh, deep learning systems to that software platform will really change the way we do things and I think that's sort of the ultimate goal you know that I that I would have that I wish you know I said well you know what I want a, a wearable platform like Google Glass on steroids you know they, they much better Google Glass than the initial prototype was and we know that's coming very soon in fact I'm going to, to Google version to hopefully be able to try that a, some wearable glass like platform that doesn't interrupt your view like Google Glass does not allow you to integrate with the electronic medical record, not in a in a way where you you sort of scan a written document or you you know scan an EKG or you obtain, but also allowing and enabling artificial intelligence or a deep learning system to protect you from rather than you inputting data in the system, you're getting data from the system. You're getting like a Google Now for Health type uh, you know digital assistant enabling you to do better better health, give better health care, you know, alerting you of a mistake or alerting you of a, of a wrong type surgery that you're about to perform or giving the wrong drug or something like that. In a, in a digital assistant type format, I think that that'd be incredible. And if you could add a, something like augmented reality capabilities to, to that system, you know, think uh, HoloLens, uh, think again a field glass, uh, Samsung uh, VR. If you allow that to integrate as well, imagine the potential for medical education or for telemetry. That'd be just the ultimate tool. It sounds like a really exciting vision of the future. You can sign me up. I think I'd like to be a part of that. Have some artificial intelligence as, as we treat patients and and think about you know ways we can better care and, and use technology. So Dr. Rafael Grossman, thank you so much for joining us on The Modern MD. We really appreciate you sharing your story and your vision. If our listeners wanted to get a hold of you, how should they connect with you online? Well, the best way really is to connect me through Twitter and follow me or connect with me in Twitter. You know, you, you can provide my Twitter handle, you know, ZGJR, and also uh, in my blog, you know, RafaelGrossman.com. That's the best way. That's the best way because those are the tools, uh, the main tools that I use to uh, to communicate. And then, you know, from then you go to email and phone and whatnot. But, but those are the best tools to connect. And again, those are the ways I get and I give information. You know, I think that you know, nowadays uh, it's so easy to connect with someone, to get someone's uh, attention or to immediately reach out to someone if you need help or advice or if you want to give help, help or advice. For me, those are the two better tools. Great. We'll have that on our website. Thank you again so much. We really appreciate you you being on the show. 
my pleasure, Greg. Really, thank you, and thank you for for doing this. And I hope uh, for you and for all of us a, a successful story that you'll have in a few years. <laughs> you know, this great uh, podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Modern MD. Head to themodernmd.com to get links and recaps of every show and so much more. Dose up and like The Modern MD Facebook page.